You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 105. And it's been a minute. And a lot of things have changed. So as you might have noticed from the title of this podcast episode, my business partner broke up with me. And it happened the weekend after Christmas. And it was um, very, very startling, to say the least. Full disclosure, this was actually taken from a Facebook Live I did in one of my private Facebook groups. And so I hope that as I explain um, why my business partner from the Party Planner Academy, we were business partners for, I guess, almost two months, um, what happened, that you were able to take some lessons away from it to apply into your own businesses. I think the reason I'm nervous to share this story with all of you is because I, like most people, don't like to look bad or like a failure or like I'm not capable of doing something. And so I think before I tell you what happened, I'm going to give you a little backstory. So as most of you know, um, Sarah Wells was my business partner from about October to December, two months. Um, and she actually, I met her because she bought my course and she graduated from the Party Planner Academy. And the reason I really like Sarah is she's very smart, she's talented, and she's extremely organized. It's like the thing that I like most about her. And so I went to this um, business entrepreneurial meeting called Startup Ignition, and they talked about business partners and partnerships. And if you didn't know, I have a different business called Dirty Licious, and I have a business partner there. And um, our partnership has been so enhanced by the things I learned at Startup Ignition because when you have a partnership, most people are like, let's be partners and we'll do 50-50 and it'll be great. And what happens is because it's a 50-50 split, one person, the one or both parties will always feel like they're doing more than the other person. And you can really slack off and the other person can do more and it doesn't matter because you own half of it. And so it creates a lot of contentious business relationships. And so I learned about a concept called slicing pie. And basically how slicing pie works is it takes a business entity and it treats it like a pie. Um, so let's say the business is worth for easy math, um, $100,000, okay, for easy math. And so what happens is like, before it's ever formed or whatever, you can actually earn equity in the company to see how much of the percentage you will earn in the business. And so where I've built the Party Planner Academy for the past almost eight years, um, bringing in a business partner, we could still do slicing pie, right? So how it would work is like, I have this whole pie that I've built. And so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna bring someone in and they can earn equity by adding hours to the business. And so it's a really good way to gauge how hard someone's willing to work and to put a value on what their time is worth because they can say, okay, my time's worth $25 an hour or $35 an hour. And then every hour that they work, instead of me having to pay that, um, they earn pieces of the equity. So we had um, set up a, a, a pie where I gave her 10% and I kept 90. So that's just like what she got for coming in and that she could earn more equity the more time she put into the business. And so we took it to a lawyer and we had uh, papers written up and had it legally formed, which I always recommend. You need to do this even if you're a business for yourself. You need to have um, a document. You can write it yourself, but I recommend just paying a few hundred dollars to a lawyer and saying what it is because if you ever get sued, 
they're going to, the lawyer who's suing you is going to say, oh, she's incompetent. She didn't know how to do business. She doesn't even have formation documents. So whether you're in a partnership or whether you're working for yourself, write up formation documents. You can YouTube it and write your own. They're going to be really crappy if you write your own and have lots of legal holes, but you'll have something. So write it and post date it to whenever you started your business. So you have those documents. So we went and set that up. Um, again, something I learned at that business conference. And so we went forward and I was like, okay, here we go. So we were doing events and, and it was, you know, going really well. And, um, we had ups and downs and like learning curves and we had done, um, the modest shopping event together. She helped me on a dance party I did and we were working through the party planner Academy course. You probably even saw her do some Facebook lives in here. Um, and like I said, there, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. My business partnership with Erica is far from perfect, but it's just something that you are committed to working on. And so, um, we were communicating through things and then all of a sudden, uh, it was the holidays. And so we had set up this game plan and then I went to Nick's parents house for Christmas, came back and on, um, the Saturday following Christmas, I had a show for the Johnson files. I don't know if you guys follow them, but they hired me to do some stage decor for them. And so I went to that show, I came home. And when I came home, there was a, a note on my door and the note was like, we missed you from the post office. And it was basically like a certified letter that, um, was from Sarah that I, I missed. And I was like, okay, like, why do I have a missed certified letter? Like what, you know, like my mind was just going a million miles a minute and, um, and I um, started putting together what it was that she had submitted her withdrawal from the partnership. And so I called her up and I was like, hey, what's going on? Like, um, I noticed you're logged out of all the accounts and everything. Like, please let me know, like your computer blew up or something. And um, she's like, no, I just thought about it. And like, as I've been building your business, it's like just, I'm putting a lot of time into it. And I feel like I'm putting in more time than I, um, what did she say? I feel like I'm putting in more time than you are, which is fair. And I told her that because like I said, I, I was um, wanting, I wanted her as a business partner to help me organize the business. Um, and so she just felt like I wasn't as available as what she wanted. And she um, she decided that she wanted to build her own business and, and do her own events and do her own thing. And, um, and I can totally respect that. And so the call ended well and I was like, you know, best of luck to you. And she, she said like, I hope we can stay friends. And, and I said, you know, like, absolutely. That'd be awesome. And I hung up the phone and the week that proceeded was, uh, such an emotional low for me because again, like I, it was kind of like a surprise. It wasn't like something that I was expecting. It was just like, I got this letter and then all of a sudden like she was out, um, and I felt like we had been communicative. I felt like I had talked to her and um, expressed like expectations and, and what I was hoping for out of the business. And it still wasn't something that she wanted to do at the end of the day going into the new year. And so um, if I'm being quite honest, like I, I feel like I failed and I, I feel like I'm um, either not, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And you guys, I'm sorry that this is all over the place. Like I, um, I just feel like, like it just made me feel bad. Like I wasn't a good business partner. I wasn't there. Like I, 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 um, missed maybe something along the way. And, and like, you know, if I would have done this or said this or been there, or did you know, like, would it be different? And, and it was hard because she was the person that had organized a lot of the business for those two months. And so all of a sudden picking up the pieces of like, 
now I need to go through and like change all my passwords and figure out all the emails and figure out all the stuff that she was doing and helping for the business. And it was a tremendous help. Like that was all back on me. And so I normally do Facebook lives every Tuesday. And obviously like with the holidays and kids being home, we took that week off and then coming back, I'm still like, Oh, you know, I just, um, anyway. So while she was doing Facebook lives and while she was, um, my business partner, she is no longer. And so that's kind of what's going on there. And I, I've been trying to think about lessons learned and it's almost like too fresh, um, to talk about any main lessons, but the main thing that I'm taking away from this is like, how, how has this impacted me? Like this whole experience, what did I learn from this? And even though I'm still in the thick of it and it feels crummy and it doesn't feel good and it, and it feels like, um, rejection and it feels like doubt and uncertainty. I, I did learn that like the way that we set it up was such a lifesaver. Like because we had the legal documents, it was legally formed. Um, because she wrote me a letter withdrawal, like it's a clean breakup. Like it's, it's super amicable. Like the feelings of regret or sadness or, um, insecurity that I feel that's just like about me. But as far as like the business goes, because we had that formed, she could break away and legally there's no ramifications. Like she withdrew, she can't come back and claim something later. Like, um, my business partner, Erica, her, her dad was in a business that they formed and they didn't have any formation documents and they didn't have anything written up. And a guy at the beginning of this company, it was a tech company, did 30 hours worth of work and was like, eh, I don't want to work anymore. I left. Okay. Didn't sign anything. Didn't say withdrawal, like just quit. And they were like, cool, we'll see ya. Well, that company sold for a hundred million dollars. Okay. $100 million. It's a lot of money. Um, when that company sold before they went public, that guy who worked for 30 hours came back and was like, Oh, I helped start this company. I worked here and, um, I helped create a lot of this. So I want a piece of this. And he had a lawyer and he was ready to fight and they had no documentation to say, you added 30 hours of work and now you're gone. Like all of his claims could not be backed up because there were no formation documents. Like those were done way later. And so his lawyer brought a, a good enough case. Guess how much they had to pay him? Anybody want to guess? I'll tell you. They had to pay him so that they could go public the next day and sell $10 million. Okay. So I want you to know, like I, if the party planner Academy ever sold for a hundred million dollars, like that'd be one thing. But, um, and I'm not saying Sarah, Sarah would do this. She's a super good person and, and she's very ethical. And like, even all of the things that she's done have been very, very, um, just like she, she's not trying to screw me over at all. She's been like super helpful with like, Oh, here's the password. Here's this, like for the transition back to everything being my ownership. Um, but I like that story when I learned that at, um, startup ignition, this business mastermind that I went to, I was blown away because it's those little things that you don't think about, um, that can make it a horrible, horrible experience when you go to sell your business or when you come to the next level of your business. And so I want you to know, like today's lesson is about starting the year off, right? And if you are wanting to start a business, if you're wanting to collect money from people, um, for your business, write up formation documents. Like I said, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't advise you on how to do that. Um, the best thing I can do is tell you, like, you have to have something. So even if that means going to YouTube and learning how to do it yourself or hiring a lawyer, um, definitely have legal formation documents so that 
when you have an event, if somebody ever came to sue you either as an attendee or a guest or a business partner or whatever, that you could protect yourself legally in that event. Now you always assume the best, but we plan for the worst, right? So that was a big lesson that I learned is I'm so grateful that we did it that way. Um, I'm also kind of learning that maybe, um, maybe sometimes partnerships don't work out because people want different things and maybe that's okay. And so the best thing that I could do for Sarah is just to support her ventures and to say, you know what, like go and be free and live your dream. Um, there's a handful of event planners who took my course. They're actually event planners now who took my course, the party planner Academy and have gotten hired at different, um, jobs as the event planner with no prior event planning experience, just my course. And that makes me feel so incredibly good that, um, I know what I'm putting out there is good content and I know it's not available anywhere else on the internet. She actually wrote me the nicest letter, um, Sarah did saying like, thank you so much for your help and your mentorship and everything I've learned. Like, it's just kind of, she's just realizing like it was her time to go and that this wasn't really working out how she wanted. And that she, she said that like the information in my course is nowhere online, like not even in online event planning courses, because they don't really talk about sponsorships and leveraging um, social media and really working and building a brand online to create free marketing for yourself. And so I thought that was really, really nice and really kind. And so as I'm moving forward into 2020, um, I keep thinking about like the most helpful things that I could share with you. And so as I come in here every week and do a Facebook live, whether you're in the 28 day challenge, whether you're in the party planner Academy, whether you're taking any number of my courses, I want you to know that this is a place where if you ask questions, I want it to be an open discussion so I can help you on your journey. All of us are starting at a different place and a lot of us are restarting every day. Like again, when all of this was going down, I felt like I was almost starting over because I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I, have to go through and real we do all this stuff and sometimes that happens like that's a season of life and that's not uncommon to have to push a reset button on health or on spirituality or on your work or whatever um but i like i said i felt like i i just wanted to come clean and let you know what was going on because there was a part of me that just didn't want to say anything and kind of like brush it under the rug because i'm embarrassed honestly um, and so like she said in her letter, I'm just going to trust that she just wanted to go a different direction and it wasn't about me personally. Maybe it was, maybe she didn't like working with me, which is fine too. Again, the reason you have formation documents, right? Um, so anyway, as you're moving forward, I want today's lesson to be about protecting yourself legally. This is something I talk about in the party planner Academy course. So you're welcome for this, um, this huge insight to your business. But if you have a business and you're collecting money from people, um, that means that there's the possibility that somebody could sue you or again, a business partner or somebody who helped you, even if they aren't a business partner, that they could take advantage of your business later when you become uber successful. So make sure that you are writing this stuff up and that you have it documented by a lawyer, which is the best way to do it and protecting yourself. So as you're moving into 2020 and the rest of your career, that you are doing so with um, legally like a clean slate and moving forward. So it's very clear what you do and who you are. Um, I'm so grateful for each of you to be here. I'm working on a big project. So I don't know if those of you who saw, but my old longest best friend, Kendra came into town and we did a workshop here about how to do social media and how to leverage the free marketing that social media provides. And one of the biggest topics that came from that as everyone was saying, I understand how to do this. I'm not good at images. I'm not good at captions. I'm not good at like the messaging of building my brand. Like I don't know what to post. I, I go on, like I can see other people's, I can appreciate other feeds. I just don't know how to duplicate that in my own way. 
And so she's like, you need to create this resource. And so currently we're working on something called the Party Planner Academy Curator. And what it would include is like 15 to 20 images every month. And every month you come in and you can grab those images and use them on your social media. And they will be all a beautiful theme that'll layer nicely. There's going to be graphics that have quotes that are inspirational, that are about event planning, that are about building your dream, that are about serving. And then there's also going to be conversation starters so that you can start to build a very consistent theme. Because one of the things I see is a lot of event planners, they come in and they're like, I just can't get social media to work for me and I, I just can't do this. And I'm like, well, let me see your feed. And I look and it's like one party, then their dog and then their kid and then some random like art project and then like a cake and then some random like car and then like their kids at the park. And I'm like, just looking at this visually, like there's no way for me to know what you do or who you are. And so if you could figure out a way to curate that, would that be helpful for you? So if that would be helpful and you're like, yes, I want to know exactly how to build a social media presence that is not only brand loyal, but raving fans who are going to be the true fans who end up buying your stuff. A lot of you in here do courses or have a product or want to create a sort of membership. And so you have to serve that audience. It's not enough to just like create a product like who are you gonna sell it to? You know what I mean? You have to have an audience that wants to buy it from you. And so how it works is you build your social media and then as you build it, people fall in love with what you're delivering and you're like, by the way, if you find this valuable, like for this fee, you can buy my course or buy this membership or buy um, an experience that I put on as an event planner, right? But that free marketing and that um, social proof is so important. And the social proof comes from people saying, I had a good experience with your product. I had a good experience with your event. I had a good experience with you as an event planner. And then it kind of snowballs and goes that way. So if that would be interesting and helpful for you, let me know in the comments below. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to get back on track and back on board and kind of get out of my head about this whole thing. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm so incredibly grateful for this group because I feel like it's like a safe place for me to share um, these wins and these hard things. That's like business. This is what you sign up for. It's so funny to me when um, I am going through a hard thing and I feel like it's not fair or life is just hard or I'm not talented or I'm not smart enough or whatever. Um, the, this is what we signed up for. Like the human experience is this and, and it has to have these peaks and valleys because as you share your story and as you tell the things that have happened to you, I hope that it helps you feel more connected to me. Like a lot of people can look at somebody that's, you know, seemingly like doing everything right or, or successful and you have no idea what's going on behind the curtain. And so I hope that as I share this with you, that it gives you encouragement to say you can get back up from harder things. And I know I've gotten up from hard things. This like wasn't even hard. She made it uh, honestly such a pleasure like to work with her and the relationship has been um, saved and like not, not even saved, but the relationship is fine. So um, it's going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And I just, I'm asking for your grace a little bit as I transfer back over because she was like my email person. And so anything that um, she was doing automatically is not getting done anymore. So, um, if you see glitches, if you see things, let me know. I love you so much. Go do amazing things and we'll catch you next time.